Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. We are now in season number four, and this is episode number six. And the title of this episode is The Promises, part number two, and it's the introduction continued. My name is Chuck, and I'm certainly happy to be able to speak with you today. Just a quick note before we get started. If you would like to contact me at all, my email address is chuck at stepstothespirit.com. Please feel free to say whatever about the podcast, if you like it, if you hate it. I am, (laughs) no matter how I might sound, I'm not a scary guy, and I would love to hear your impressions. And and that way, that gives me a a sense of how the Comcast is going, and maybe you'll even give me some suggestions, things that you would like to see me do that might make things better. Okay, so that's all I wanted to say about that. Now, getting into the introduction again to the promises. Again, the promises in the text for the 12 Steps Uh, which is Alcoholics Anonymous, and I work from the first edition, but I think it's pretty much the same pages in all of the editions. The promises begin on page 83, and the way I've set them up is I think the first promise is included in that first paragraph, where it says you'll be amazed before you are halfway through. And I think that's what the first promise of all of the promises. And that, again, gives us 12. And there's no need to split the other promise up, which is often found that uh, serenity is one promise and peace is another promise. But I think they should all both be together. So anyway, before what I call the first promise is a sentence or part of a sentence that says if I am painstaking about this phase of my development well believe me I've researched this as much as I can both online and of course in the the uh, text itself and I really never have it was hard to decide what was meant by this phase of my development. Um, it, it could mean, because of the placement of it, is this phase meaning the ninth step and making amends to people. Or I thought it could mean this phase of my development, meaning this phase uh, where I am in the 12 steps themselves. Ultimately, after (laughs) tossing it about uh, here and there in my head, I decided that the the best meaning for that is in this phase is this phase in my working of the whole program. And before we are halfway through, which would mean uh, step six, where I humbly ask God to remove my shortcomings. Now. I think that's a good way to look at it. For me, I was, my amazement really came after step number three, which, of course, uh, 
as I've said in the past, I'm still working on step number three, and I'll be working on it till the day I die. I'm sure of that. Because no matter how much I try and I want to turn my will and my life over to the care of God, well, the problem here is that he gave me free choice. And I am constantly, no matter how hard I try to listen for my spirit's direction, I am constantly trying to take things back in my own hands. And I have found over years of abusing alcohol, over years of running my life, trying to run it myself, I absolutely make a mess of things. So it wasn't really hard when I finally got serious about doing this program to realize that I have to have help here. And, and ultimately, I have to ask God to, to give me the direction in order to, to, for my will in my life to be run properly. Maybe properly is the wrong word, but to be run according to, to his direction. I have absolutely tried to do this as much as I possibly could. And uh, <laughs> my life... My life experience now is second to none. I, of course, I have the normal problems, the normal normal uh, temper tantrums or whatever that people go through. But I always go and try to go back to listening for what my spirit wants me to do, and I become a much better person for it. I believe. So to repeat, I found myself amazed, really after the first fourth or quarter of the program. Uh, I admitted I was powerless over everything. I was at the point where I had really hit bottom, and I realized that there was there was nothing else for me, that I, I, I just could, have not been able to manage my life on my own. Wow, what a, what a revelation to me. And then in the second step came to believe if I can't manage my life, I, I saw that I couldn't do it. I, every time I took my life into my hands, I made a mess of it. So then I had to come to believe that there was something else that was a power greater than me that could manage my life. And that one is God for me. That's what these podcasts are all about. So if you don't believe in God, uh, maybe these podcasts aren't for you. But I would hope that you'll hang around. and Maybe you'll change your mind. I firmly believe that if I didn't do the third step, if any of us do not eventually say that holy, almighty, eternal yes to God, that says, says, God, I will try. I will absolutely try to run my life according to the way I discern that you want me to run it. And I think if we don't, at some point before we die, and, and I think we're giving multiple, multiple opportunities to do this, but I think if I don't say yes, then I am in serious trouble. And in the scriptures and things that I've read, and I, I, I also advocate if you read something 
don't necessarily believe it because it's in a particular book, even the Bible or, or some scripture, or because it was told to you by somebody so important in your life, uh, a parent, a teacher, a professor, just because they tell you something is true and right to do or the way, right way to behave, it does not mean you have to believe it. This is one of the things that, of all people, the Buddha said. He said, just because you hear things and because they might be tradition or for whatever reason, he suggested going to your own place, your own self, and try to discern what, and I'm saying, what the Spirit is trying to tell you. And I think we are always, always given the answer to our problem if I choose to listen to it. If I choose not to rationalize and say, well, yeah, I understand what you're saying, God, but in this case, I don't want to hurt that other person, or I, in this, let's just make an exception. This time. That doesn't work. I have to be able and be willing to do what God wants me to do. So also in this introduction, I think that word painstaking means an awful lot. You know, <laughs> the, the, somehow these words got in here purposely, and I think with the help of God. Uh, when this book was written, painstaking, I mean, that's, that's, think about that. That's a pretty serious word. To me, it means that I've really fought with myself I, to, to admit that I was powerless, to, to see really where I stood when I believe in God, and especially to be willing to turn everything over to God. That's one of the slogans in, in the 12-step program is turn it over. And then when we get to the action steps, I didn't have an easy time of it to, to do the fourth and the fifth step and then be willing to get rid of these shortcomings in the, in the fifth, sixth, and seventh step. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't easy for me, and it was painstaking. Actually, it really was. And I think if it's not painstaking, maybe, maybe I would have been doing something wrong because I remember before I got serious about this program, it wasn't really painstaking. I just went through the motions. And then, of course, there's the eighth and ninth step, especially, which takes a lot of courage to be able to approach these people we've hurt and tell them that we're sorry and explain to them why we did what we did. And yes, I was amazed before I was halfway through the program. Absolutely amazed. And one of the points in the 10th step tells us that, you know, the, the reason why we found this program, whether it might be alcohol, addiction, whatever it might have been, is not even a problem any longer. We realize that the problem has been us, not the thing that we did to try to cure the problem, in an in a unhealthy way, but the problem has been us. The problem has been not what we did, but why we did it. 
And the biggest help and power in solving that problem and in helping us uh, is God. And that's the long and the short of it. It's all about us and God. Thank you once again for listening. And next podcast, we'll be talking about the first promise. I promise. (laughs) Okay. Thanks again for listening and bye-bye.